as I sit here this morning and I speak with you about my life and about where you have brought me to. I am so grateful and so honored to be here, <laughs> starting new chapters in my life, opening new doors, creating new possibilities, breaking more statistics, being uniquely and wonderfully made as you have made me to be. As I sit here in nature, watching the day dawn upon me, that I might be illuminated in your world yet again, God. It's so funny how we live in a world where we say he's good and he's evil. The cycle of good and evil has been with our forefathers. They walked through the cycle of good and evil. And as 2020 comes to a close and your light, illuminating light has shined on so many of your people, God, and brought them home with you. So many people have to lay their bodies down because they cannot enter into 2021. And then as I said on the social media platforms, when 2021 gets here, more deaths will occur until April the 16th of 2021, things will start to subside with our death totals. I speak these things because I believe these things. I believe that when I speak, I believe that the world hears me. I have evidence of that. You sent me to a master healer, a theta healer, Chris, and Chris told me that I was a shaman and that I was a master teacher, which you have already proved that to me over my time on social media, over my 11 years, over my 20 years as a business owner of Image Therapy LLC. Now you have me as DOTM, Diary of the Mouth, a new platform. No one knows where I am. Everyone just thinks she doesn't like me because she blocked me or she deleted me or that bitch or they're thinking all kind of evil things about me, God, which is fine. I, I care not what another person who doesn't know me thinks. Only my opinion of myself is the value. But um, I know that's what they're thinking. But yet and still, if they would read or have read or listened to anything that came out of my mouth, they would have known this girl is having some quiet time, some alone time, some me time, some me and you time so that I can replenish my cup that I have poured out for 20 years. 2021, God, I am so excited to see why. Because in 2012, October of 2012 to be exact, I went to a tailgate alumni gathering at my high school. And I must have spent 12 minutes there because I was so hurt by the people that stood out there who I thought were my friends and what they did to me. That day when I was tapped on my shoulder by my best friend Sheila, 
I remember that night when me and my aunt left the tailgating. I said to her on the way back from Lumping Road all the way back to Riceboro Road in the car, I said to my aunt, why did they do me like that? When all of them always be hey, amen in and I love you sister and hey all this on Facebook, but then when you see them in person, they're still haters. <laughs> they don't have their letters right, Lord. <laughs> they are earth, true. They are earth. And so it's haters if you rearrange the words. The letters become a new word. Like, for example, when you told me how to hear you and you told me to go and tell everybody at the salon that you told me how to get the salon and to tell them what you did for me. And I told them and nobody believed them because I told them the truth because people like to hear lies. But then we get this President Trump and Trump teaches everybody about the fake news because he's been a part of the making of the fake news. In my opinion, when Trump says something, he's tells, he tells you the truth, but because you don't like him or because you don't want to uh, receive his words or because your intellect or wisdom or experiences may be a little bit different, you choose to, uh, you choose to negate his words. For example, he says there's election fraud. There is election fraud. I believe there's election fraud because of the simple fact he might have started it on his last election. So he knew what was going to happen on this election, but maybe he tried to force it in the other person's favor and thought that he would get. So I don't know. It's so many conspiracy theories out there. But whatever they are, that's their business. I told you guys about the election that I felt like if my Facebook friends, every time I get on Facebook and I read in my family and my friends are out here talking this crazy crap about this man is evil and. This man ain't no child of God, and they're better than him. I said, y'all keep complaining. God gonna make y'all walk around this mountain another four years, and that's what the fuck I meant. And I still want God to do that. I still want God to let Trump sit there only because the black people and everybody else, the white people, Mexican people, all these people complained because they felt like they were special. But God had to show you that he's no respecter of person by putting Trump on the throne because Trump don't give a damn about nobody but himself and his beliefs. And that's what got him to be who he is today. The same thing that got me to be who I am. Same thing that got you to be who you are. Unless you're walking in someone else's beliefs like your mother, your father, your teacher, or your athletic trainers, coaches, life coaches. Whose, whose footsteps are you walking in? Are you walking in your own footsteps? Or are you walking in the imaginary footsteps of an invisible creator who programmed you? I, survive, I advise you really to break the programs. To break the programs. Once you break those programs, you'll be able to see that there's so much more in life than your neighborhood, your job, your city, and your state. You have to venture outside of your city and your state. I remember when I was around 18 years old or so, my aunt and her best friend, they were in their 50s at the time. And we went from Georgia to Florida, to Daytona Beach, Florida, which is not one of the best beaches, not the prettiest beach, it's just a beach. It's just an average beach, honestly. Um, 
but we went on a church trip down to Florida and we were all on the bus and when we got to the beach you could look upon the water and see the horizon as the sun was setting and my aunt and her friend was looking out at the water in their 50s at total amazement like is that all water I was like yeah that's the beach that's water it goes into the next uh, land that it finds and they was like oh my god I cannot drink all that water I cannot swim that's they was and they were seeing God for the first time at 50 as an abundant God and they didn't even realize it because they crossed over into fear the fear of God's mind being so eminently infinitely omnipotent omnipresent so vast that they it just blew them away they immediately crossed into fear thinking that I can't drink this water so that means I can't get in that water well you can't drink the water in a pool but you've been in a pool before Fear stops you in your tracks. And that amazed me. And I was only 18 years old. And I was like, wow, these people never been outside of their city. They've never been anywhere. What are they missing in the world? Then I've got cousins who've never been outside of their, their whole actually community from city, from their little small community of the city. They've never moved away from home. They've totally depended on their mothers and, and fathers until they basically sucked their mother and father's uh, breast milk dry. And they are no more. And I never wanted to be like that. I've always been an adventurous person. I've always been the one to wonder, how in the hell did the people get inside of the box? Call the TV. So much so to at five years old, I took my mother's floor model TV apart bit by bit and I was so smart at that age that when my mother came in and told me to put her TV back together and it better work I put every piece back together the way I found it and fixed my mother's floor model TV back and she turned it on and she was able to watch it that is so funny at five years old I did that and at seven years old my, my father beat my mother in front of me and that same floor model TV that I took apart at five years old, my daddy rammed her head into it and caused my mother to be in a coma. <laughs> wow. I believe I was putting magic into that TV for my mother. I believe I was putting blessings and anointing in that TV for my mother. When my father did what he did to her. But it matters not. He got what he deserved, I, I want to think, from looking at his end results, because that's how I measure a man's life, whether you were really successful or whether you were not successful. I measure it by the end of your life, because all of your dirty secrets come out at the end. I see my father for who he was, and for a while I was really angry and really upset and frustrated, and I had a whole lot of resentment for my family members because of the things that they were doing behind whatever my father left in this earth, I do not know. Whatever they wanted to fight, steal, kill, and destroy for, to maintain the life that they are so used to maintaining. So I asked God, 
Lord, you have always said to me that I can pick my battles. And at 52 years old, I'm sitting here in this universe in 2020, and I'm sitting in the middle of paradise. I'm sitting here with a free heart, a newly revised spirit within me, new life, new understanding, new opportunities, new love, because I, I don't fight people that I say I love anymore. I walk in love no matter what they do to me, I walk in love, but I remove myself from around them. And I pray always that God, whenever somebody do me wrong, they just remember that karma and the wrath of God don't play because we're not here basing nobody's life no more on good and evil. It's either you walking in love or you walking in hate. And if you walking in hate after April, you won't be able to be here anymore. Because I've prayed for years, posting those prayers on Facebook, for years talking to y'all about my God and telling y'all what he's feeling and how he's feeling and what he's saying and how he's saying. My words have never lied about God and they will never lie about God because he is the spirit and he is the truth and he is the word, whether you believe or not. Jesus already then came twice. He came like a thief in the night and nobody ever even paid no damn attention. He did. He did everything that he said he was gonna do and y'all still waiting for him to come back and repeat it. But that's not how life goes. God says that he is constant, we are change. I taught y'all that. I taught y'all that. God is constant, we are change. We are forever evolving and changing and becoming better. If we don't become better, we have to go by the wayside. That means you fall. No man to blame but self. You are the man that chose the path that you walk on. You are the CEO that has done everything up until now. Whether you did it with someone else programming or you did it on your own because you were hard-headed. There's a grumbling in the earth. The earth needed to be rested. People needed to rest. In 2020, there's been so many beautiful things that has happened. This has been the best year of my 52 years of living. I must admit, I must say, I am totally shocked and amazed to be sitting where I planned on sitting. I got up this morning, Lord, and we started talking about the gratitude and everything before the sun rose. And then I decided to include my listeners at DOTM who have found me who are following me for whatever reason they follow me for. It's none of my business, God. All I know is that I share my life with the world because I found something that I think is wonderful. I found something that I think is magnificent. I found something that I feel is the magic of life. And that's a true relationship with energy, true relationship with frequency. I have a true relationship with vibration. I have a true relationship with the patterns of the universe. I have a true relationship, what I call a source and a God. 
I have found the magic of life and I would be a goddamned fool to keep this praise, to keep this relationship, to keep my um, commitment, my honor, my covenants, to co keep my love for you. I would be a fool to keep that to myself. Every medium that you have taken me to, I have done the very same thing on each level that I have been on. Let me examine myself for a moment, God. Please, let me now look at myself and examine myself from a small child. I remember as a small child, as five years old, my parents and elders would all be doing things that they shouldn't be doing, that they told me not to do, but they did it. And then they would turn to me and say, stay in a child's place. And I said, when you teach me what a child's place is, I will stay in a child's place. I believe today, as I sit here at 52 years old, I am now in a child's place. I'm quiet. I'm having me time. A child's place in the presence of the father and the mother is to glean from them, to learn from them, to judge them, to walk in your truth because children lead the world according to the words that I have spoken and others have spoken beyond time. It is recorded in ancient books. There is a source that you can tap into. You can find him on Alpha, Beta, Theta, Gamma, Sigma, Rho. You can find him on every frequency that you and you alone are able to tap into. I have met you on every level. So starting at five years old, I was chectizing my parents at five years old, my grandparents, my uncles, my aunts, because they chectized me, but they did not do the things that they said that they would do. So I learned at age five that I should be about my word and that my word should be strong, and that my word should be electric, and that my words should vibrate at a certain frequency to acquire the laws of this universe. I believe that I walk in spirit and in truth and at seven years old was the first time that I dreamed about God whose face was as bright as the sun and his body was that of a man, but his face was so bright I could not look upon it. but I could see all of the rest of him just as well as I see myself when I look into the mirror as Image Therapy LLC. I vibrate at the highest frequency for the understanding, the wisdom, and the knowledge that I have on every level that you have gotten me to. When I was in the seventh grade, I remember having to fight demons in the seventh grade and to show more of an angelic side. In high school, fighting demons and showing a more angelic side. Growing past high school, getting to Augusta Tech, again, fighting demons, getting to show a more angelic side. I can truly say that I have loved my enemies after high school, dating and carrying on as a single young female in your earth 
I experience what it's like to love my enemies. In relationship, after relationship, I learned to love my enemies. I have yet learned to love my lover. And that is my truth. This is the next step that I will be on in my latter reign. I am reaping a harvest of that which I have not reaped a harvest for. This is the level that I was telling all of my friends who tried to teach me how to be a gold digger. You never have to dig gold in another person's yard when God gave you your own territory, when he gave you feet to stand on. He says, everywhere that your feet shall tread, I will give it to you. I have believed in the word of God to get me here. When you told me to stretch out as far as the east is from the west, I left my family and my home to come to Las Vegas, Nevada, because you knew I was not going to Los Angeles or California. And I said some things to the world before I got here in my own defense for the preachers out there who said that I don't know you that I don't have the spirit of the living God within me. The ones who said that I don't know the God of Abraham, Isaac, or Jacob. The ones who said that I'm sending people to hell because I teach people to walk in love. Unconditional love. The only type of love there is. Period. Unconditional love is the only love that exists in the world today. Period. No, I am not talking about love languages or the way that love speaks like eros love. I am not speaking of that. I am speaking of love itself. God is love. We're in a time and age now where there is no reason that a man should not know that there is a source or a, an atomic energy nuclear energy or any other type of energy that is greater than he is. Every space on earth has been fulfilled and conquered as God told Adam and Eve according to the Bible. Fill the earth and subdue it. I am aware of a man on every continent, even down to the man who got killed the reporter who got killed and wrote about him going himself going to be killed, going to speak to those people about Jesus. They didn't need to, to hear that because they knew God for themselves. They've been surviving all these years without the primitive things that we survive on. Living a very minimal life, a very basic life, a primitive life, the life that God gave them originally, they never lost contact with him. And do you really think that you're gonna come in here and tell me that you found something greater than I am. They know the father of the son. We needed to know the son. We were the ones who have been dispersed among the earth. We are the chosen tribe of the 12 tribes of Israel. God has brought us to the tree of life where there are two rivers that run beside the tree where the tree produces fruit for 12 months out of the year. This is why President Trump is speaking that they need $2,000. This is why President Trump says 
we are the American people. We need $2,000 in our house. So he knows what we're going through. But yet and still, these people are still playing games with our lives. And every time they shuffle and they make their move behind closed doors in Congress, I make my moves behind my closet doors when I talk to God about what they, where they move. It's like we're playing a game of chess. God is God. He is one source and he is not a respecter of persons. Whoever comes to the throne of judgment, you come bringing your truth. If your truth does not line up with the will and the truth of the living God, then your truth will have to bow down to the main truth. Just like when you look at the story in the Bible where the woman, baby, she slept on her baby and she stole the other woman's baby. And when it came time to find out whose baby it was, how did the judge know whose baby it belonged to? He said, lay that baby down on that table and take the sword and cut it in half and give each woman half of the baby. The mother and her love, unconditional love, not eros love, not the, any other kind of love, but unconditional love is what we are learning in our lives today. God's unconditional love from the mother cried out and said, no, give him to her. To spare her child's life, she would live and watch her child from afar because that's what love does. But no love said, no, cut the baby in half and, and I'll take half because I didn't have my baby no more. And she don't need hers either. Cut it in half. A contrite and contentment, bitter, angry heart. All of my life, I have loved my enemies. And I sit right now at 52 years old in a place that I spoke about to preachers, apostles, bishops, all these pastors telling me that I'm sending people to hell. And I said, well, if I'm sending people to hell, then God will move me to Las Vegas, Nevada, and he will give me the biggest church in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I ain't even no preacher. I didn't even plan on having no church. I moved out here to heal people, to have a, a business called Image Therapy and make it into a healing resort. Just like you come out here and you stay at these resorts in Las Vegas and have fun and gamble and do all those things. Well, I was gonna create a place like I had in Augusta, Georgia, but it's gonna now be in Las Vegas, but it's gonna be bigger than anything I've ever done in my life. That's why I moved here. But I told those preachers who were talking about me while I was talking about my God and telling them the things that God had taught me and took me through. And they rebuked the Holy Spirit that came out of my mouth. I said, God will give me the biggest church as Las Vegas has ever seen. And that's what I believe that's going to happen as I sit here. And I continue to look at my life for what it is. I know the seeds that I have sown in this world. I have sown some good ass seeds, baby. Let me tell you, I have loved my enemies with a good righteous love so much that I don't even fight them no more because the battle ain't mine. All I do as a person that's born in this earth, I know what I was born for. I was born as a gift to the world because I'm so free hearted and so giving and so loving and kind. But when I get used and abused, I turn into the most evil bitch you ever want to see. I know that I'm both good and evil. So when I get tired of being used, I just pull away and don't be used no more. 
Because if you can't ex give back to me as I done gave to you, then you don't need to be a part of my life. And people don't understand that about me. Also something about me. I don't like doing shit I already done did. If I done got the reward for it, I move on to the next thing and I lay it down. That's just me. People don't understand that about me. They don't even understand when I cut them off because I need some me time. I have never been your friend that sit up in your face 24-7. I have never been nobody's friend that called them every day and talk to them every day. I have always been your fair-weather friend and I will always be your fair-weather friend because I'm Pisces and Aries, born on the last day of Pisces and the beginning of Aries. So sometimes you get me as a Pisces and sometimes you get me as an Aries. But in my latter reign, I know that I am truly born with the rising sun of Leo, the lion. I am truly born with the ascending as Aries and I am truly born with the, the moon as Sagittarius. I am complete. Every side is in me as a Pisces. So I know who I am. There's a lot of people out there who do not have a clue as to who they are and where they are going, but they can sit up there and try to pick somebody else's life apart and think that theirs is not gonna be picked with the same fine magnitude. Because it says, whatever so you meditate on. If you sit down and you take time to meditate on something, the Bible says you make your way bigger. You make your way bigger. So whatever you focus your attention on, whatever you think on all the time, you're magnifying that thing as either an idol or a God in your life, and you'll have to serve it one day. And that's just how life has been. Life has taught me so many wonderful uh, lessons in my theory. Just like when they said that, you know, God put the, uh, the Garden of Eden in the midst of the earth and he put the man and the woman in the garden and he, you know, told them don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but eat from the tree of life. In my heart right now, as I just said that whole little spill, the truth that rang out to me was that God put the man and the woman in the midst of the garden and he put them two trees. And he gave them free will, eat whatever fucking tree you want, whatever tree you want, this was going to happen to you. Let me tell you about this tree. This is the tree of life. It gives you life. That's all you need is to continue to live. This tree over here gives you the knowledge of good and evil. What is the knowledge of good and evil? Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I'll say that again. The tree of life gives you life. Oxygen, breath, food. Things to build with everything you need to have a prosperous life. You get it from eating from the tree of life. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil gives you three things. It gives you wisdom. That means you got to go through some bullshit to learn something. It gives you knowledge. That means you got to walk in the now or knowledge of knowing of what you're walking in. And it gives you understanding, meaning if you do this in the future, this is going to have to happen to your ass all over again. So I advise you to get the fuck over here, stop eating from this tree, and go to the tree of life. That's what the tree of the knowledge of good and evil gives you. It gives you so much more of an understanding of what life really is. Because really, after I had conquered all of the things that I had conquered in my, uh, in my journey to get to where I am today, meaning I say conquer because... When I got here, I was prophesied to at the church that lady took me to. And the lady said, I'm a more than a conqueror and I am a whirlwind for God. 
She said, I don't cry over spilt milk. She said, because of me, the children's bread has been healed. I mean, it's just like, I meet this guy, Chris. He tells me that I'm the first woman in the history of my bloodline for her voice to be heard in the earth. So I know that I'm not going anywhere. I know that my call is now upon my life. Uh, a week and a half ago, I woke up early as I often do, come out on my patio and spend time in nature, waking up with God, watching the dawn of the day, watching the sun come up. Today, the sun is not up. Then the sun was up. I spoke with God on that day and I said, Lord, as I sit here today, you had the man Chris to explain to me that I am a shaman. You had him to explain to me that I am a master teacher. You had him to explain to me that I moved to Las Vegas to heal and to teach. This is what I purposed in my heart to move there for. So I know that the guy was not telling me a lie. I know that he didn't know me. I know that nobody could have told him that. I'm not on social media right now, so I know that he couldn't have looked me up on social media. And he didn't know me anyway because I just met the dude. So after he told me those things about myself, I already knew those things lined up. The next day I wake up and I go ahead and I accept my call. I accepted my call on my life to be a master teacher in your earth. I accept my call to be a shaman in your earth. I accept my call to be a healer in your earth. I accepted my call to be a numerologist in your earth. I have accepted every call as a hairstylist, as a girlfriend, every call that you have placed on my life, I have accepted and received, even when you let me go Facebook viral. I've accepted all my calls. And this one is no different. This is new. This is a new calling. This is a new uh, state of being. This is a new place. This is for new opportunities. This is for new situations, new circumstances, new surroundings, new eras, new vibrations, higher frequencies, higher hurts, greater abundance, greater wealth. I am in a place now of harvest. There was this dream that I used to have, diary. And I would always have this recurring dream whenever I got to a certain place in my life. Like when I moved here, I moved to Las Vegas, Nevada with $12.47 to my name, not knowing where I was going to live, not knowing if, if I would have anything. I just trusted you and I heard you say, go. I had $12.47 for the first three months that I was here until the, they kicked in the stimulus and they gave us a stimulus check. And I've been sustaining ever since then from that stimulus check. So like Trump said, God, people need this money right now. I'm not in nothing where nothing has harmed me. I have a roof over my head. But there's some people that have burnt out on the West Coast. There's some people on the East Coast who the storms have ravaged their homes. There's some people in the middle of the United States. There's people all over the world who have been suffering this year, God. They've got some kind of dis-ease in, in your earth called COVID-19. We all know what it stands for. If they don't, they need to Google it, God. But I still say that your blood never loses its power because that's what you told me. That's what I believe. I believe that your blood never loses its power and those who believe in it will walk and eat the good of this land. And that's just what I believe. 
You said, tell somebody what I believe. You didn't tell me to go tell nobody, this is the truth. Don't go tell nobody, that is the, tell them what I believe. And that's what I have been doing since you called me to speak in 2000, March of 2000. Sitting at that table in Calvin's restaurant when you gave me that call. I called forth, forth my harvest because I know it's so good. <laughs> I call for my harvest because I know it is good. I call forth my harvest, God, because I know it's good. I was a good gardener. I didn't let no weeds pop up in my garden and fester. When I saw weeds, God, I got them weeds and plucked their asses out and throw them over on the side like Grandmama did when she had that mint garden. And grandma was walking in the house that day and she saw that weed over there in her garden. She stopped, she went over there and plucked it out and threw it to the side. And the next day that weed had dried up and that mint was still there. I'm a good gardener. I was tending my garden. I was watering, I was pruning and cutting away God. You remember all them videos you had me doing, telling these people you finna take me to the world and they ain't believe nothing I said. Not even that if they keep complaining about Trump, he was gonna sit there. I still say let them sit there because they complained a little too long. They was getting on my last one. So, do what you want to do, but it's your world. But I just told them, and I meant it. I meant every word I said, too. Every word. To my listeners out there. I don't know who you are, and I'm grateful for that. <laughs> you don't know who I am either. You're only speculating, making assumptions, as if you do. Um, or maybe some of you have known me in the past and knew of me. But if you really knew of me, you know I don't stay the same long. I change. When I get new knowledge, I change, because it says when you know better, you do better. But there's a lot of people who know better and still don't do better because they're always trying to fuck somebody else's shit up because they think it's going to make their shit grow better. But they don't understand when they try to prune somebody else's tree or tend their garden or whatever, they missing out what somebody doing it is because they took their eye off their prize. But I've always had this dream in closing. And in this dream, I would come outside in my backyard and in my garden and I would tend my garden and I would go and you know dig over by the tomatoes or whatever the tomatoes would be there they would be so beautifully red and some would be green some would be turning like a little yellow but the tomatoes would be there and I would dig around the tomatoes to aerate the soil to give them much oxygen and every time I would turn over the soil money coins and dollar bills and gold and silver would come up and I would always have this dream at a certain time in my life when it seems like I didn't have much. I would have this dream. When I was really, really in need, I would have this dream. You got your own gold mines in your own backyard. And I think in those times, it could have been so hard for me as a single mom and not having the fathers in, in my life that I could depend on or not having my mother or my father that I could depend on because they were my children and I asked God for these children, I think it could have been times when I was contemplating selling my body to take care of my kids because I was so tired of struggling and 
not having. But every time I would get to that low point and I would have that thought to go out there and sell my body and, you know, because all my life, you know, I've had men come up to me and tell me, baby, I'll give you just a thousand dollars just to let me lick it. I could have been wealthy, but I have values and it just seemed like, ugh, that's nasty. You know, if that's the reason why you want to be with me, ugh. you know, it just was disgusting to me. And then being a product of my father, misappropriating his authority in my life and touching me inappropriately doing the things that he did you know I just felt like it wasn't right but when I would have those thoughts in my mind that maybe I can get some extra money to pay a bill if I just you know sell it to him he's asking for it you know a thousand dollars a minute that's a lot of money and this person had the money to pay that I'm like damn that's a lot of money but then, and then he told me he going to need at least 12 minutes, <laughs> 12 minutes to go for the first one. And he going to need another 12 after that. So that was already $24,000 I could have had. But when I got to thinking those thoughts in my life, something inside of my subconscious or my conscience must have, uh, or my even, I'm going to say even the Holy Spirit must have taken over and I would start to have this dream of going outside in my backyard and picking my garden where there was tomatoes and all kinds of fruits and vegetables. But every time I would turn the soil over, I could see $5 bills, $20 bills, $100 bills, $50 bills, silver coins, gold coins, gold nuggets, all kind of diamonds, all kind of stuff would be in my garden. And then I would remember saying in the garden, I don't have to go and dig nobody else's wells because I got gold mines in my own backyard. And I, I, even now at 50, 52 years old, getting ready to buy my next property, my next home to make my next home, my prayer is I cannot wait to find my gold mines in my backyard. I just know that my dreams will manifest life. I feel it like I breathe the breath I, I breathe in the words I speak. I know that wherever God gives me to make my home in this desert, it will be such a blessed and profitable place. It will have so many treasures on the land. It'll even have a natural spring and I live in the middle of the desert because I'm a cactus and a cactus is all sufficient. Everything that I will need, this land will acquire and it'll, it'll attain. Because it's my harvest, y'all. I have sown so many intentional goods. See, even when I wanted to do wrong and go out there and sell my body to get stuff that I needed to take care of my kids, God said, no, you got gold mines in your own backyard. That means what that meant to me at that time. And I'm getting a little emotional because I'm looking back over my life, over the things that I have put in this earth for me to harvest. So I'm getting a little bit emotional when I look back and see I didn't sell myself. I came up with a new idea. I remember the first time when I was thinking that mess back in the 90s. What did I do? I said, no, God, I ain't going to sell myself. I got food stamps. I might not have money, but I got food stamps. I had $300 in food stamps. I went to the store and bought a, something to make a pot of spaghetti. I went and bought paper plates and napkins and coats and I went and sold plates instead of selling my ass. Those times of me going low and having to have, I know I've had that dream about three times in my life. 
I've had that dream to go out and sell my body to get the things that I needed to take care of myself. But God said, nope, you got higher. You got a gold mine in your own backyard. That means think. Think. Go out there and dig up a new idea. Dig up a new concept. And that's where I am right now. Being here in Las Vegas, I'm still digging up new concepts and new ideas in my garden. I'm very prosperous. I'm very abundant. Everything that I have ever touched has turned to gold, even my friendships, even the people who don't even think I ain't their friend. I don't believe in my heart I have an enemy in this earth, but I believe there's people who think that I am their enemy. And that's between them and God. But I believe that I have walked in love, and when I couldn't walk in love anymore, I walked away. <laughs> that's just how I feel. Because the Bible says love never dies. If love never dies, that means it only multiplies. And I can love anybody from afar. I can love anybody from afar. I don't have to be in your face to love you. And you can still feel my love because love never dies. But today is a beautiful day. This is the day that God has made. When I look back over my life and I think back again about that harvest that I was talking about from 2012, that night when I left that school and I said to my aunt in that car, I said, what, what did I do to them? I was like, why they just treat me like that? But on Facebook, they all, hey, sis, I love you, and amen, and yada, yada, yada. I was like, hmm, they was all fake. I'm like, they was fake. I don't want to be like that. And then by the time I made it to my job, I started crying. And I said, God, I said, I don't understand why they just did me like that. I said, but Lord, that really hurt me for all them people that I see. And I'm so happy to see them. And they walk away from me. I said, Lord, what did I do to them? I heard God's voice clear as day. I was approaching the red light at the corner where the kangaroo gas station is on Wheeler Road and the movie theater and the, the bankers on that corner. I was on the side of the bank on the Wheeler Road side facing the highway. And I remember I said, God, what did I do to them people? I stopped at the stop sign. A white Jaguar makes a right hand turn onto the street in front of the direction that I'm going in to go back to my salon. And God said, they are jealous of you. I focused on the white Jaguar, and the tag number on the Jaguar was 2021. 2021 is getting ready to be my white Jaguar. My white Jaguar, 2021. God said that night when I seen that Jaguar, I said, ooh, God, you know I like that. He said, I know you like that. They were all jealous of you, and I'm going to give them something to be jealous of because they have no reason to be jealous of you because you are no different than they are. I said, exactly. I said, well, use me, God, and give me something for them all to be jealous. I wonder what it could be, y'all. It's like every time I think of the things that God has said to me, like he's going to make me one of the richest women in the world. He had my pastor's wife to tell me that. He would had so many people tell me that. He had prophets tell me that when I go to church. People always tell, I even hear this voice speaking to me. 
I'm going to bring you all the money. I'm going to make you rich. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I believe in everything I've ever heard God tell me. I don't doubt nothing he's ever told me. Nothing, because I know that his words are true, and he don't have to lie about nothing. He don't have to ever lie about nothing. Period. So, I'm just sitting here in my paradise, looking at this beautiful picture. It's like I, I live inside of a picture now. To see all of these beautiful mountains surrounding me, and when the sun sets and rises, and you see the snow on top of the mountain, it's just... It's just like I live inside of a painting, a beautiful painting. And I get to experience the reality of living inside of a beautiful painting. It's the good life. It's the better life. It's the life that's equipped for all excellence. It's my harvest time. I get to now reap what I have sown in God's earth. And I'm so happy to be here. I really am. I'm glad that I haven't spent my last of this year fighting somebody that I say I love, like my stepmom and my cousin them. I'm glad I gave that to God and let him fight that battle for me. I don't even know what God could give me that would make somebody jealous of me. But I can't wait to see what it is because I want to know what it is. I mean, it's got to be something amazing that I can't even, it's, it must be so amazing that I can't even think of it in a thought. I've tried to think of, well, maybe he's going to let me get this famous husband that's, you know, all the women woo over. And I'm like, well, no, because I don't really know nobody out there like that I'm attracted to because I don't really have no male. Like, I used to like people like Idra Elba and, uh, you know, the tall, dark chocolates. But I don't even have that anymore. I don't have those kind of attractions to people anymore. I'm so attracted to God and sourcing myself that I don't think it could be he would give me some husband that they would be just, I wonder what it is what in the world could God do for me that would make people actually jealous of me and here's the thing I understand that with each word there be, there comes a character trait and so since those people were jealous of me that day at the school and they walked away from me and did what they did, God says he's going to give them something now to be jealous of. So I just wonder what he's going to do. <laughs> so it's like just sitting here waiting to be used by God to make somebody jealous. But now you have to also understand with jealousy is as cruel as the grave. Jealousy and envy is as cruel as the grave. So that means since I'm not dying and I got long life, they might end up in, the, in their own grave. Because the pit that they dug for me, they now have to lie in it. Is that's why I don't want to fight people, because the word is the truth. And just like my, my family members who, who've done all this stuff, and they want to hide behind the church as if they're so holy, but they've been fucking everything in the church. They've been stealing money and lying to people, telling them they healed when God, they could have really healed them. Having old folks' homes and you beating the people and starving the people and got old people living on, in their fecal man. Oh, just... The stories that I could tell y'all about my family, these people are supposed to be Christians following God. The same God I say I follow and that I have judged these people. I said, God, I ain't judging them, honey. I give them to you. You handle them. You handle them. Liz, all these years trying to tell daddy to call Henrietta and apologize for the things you did, but then look what she did to Henrietta's daughter and Henrietta at the end. These people is evil. And they call themselves walking with God. 
that's where you have to move, remove yourself from the situations, guys. You really have to remove yourself from the situation because I don't know what I could do to these people to pay them back. I ain't finna sit here and be sitting around wasting my thoughts on that. No, I let life lead and guide me. I say what I need to say when I need to say it and I sit my ass down. Because the battle is not mine and it ain't about me. Only thing that's about me is my praise. And I'm going to praise my Lord through it all. I ain't letting no adversity come against me and my flesh. Mm-mm. I've been there, done that. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil taught me that with plenty of lessons. Plenty of lessons and all of them I won. So I don't think there's no other lesson that I can learn. Not trying to fight somebody because I done been through it all enough that I had to go to jail. Yeah, I learned everything I need to learn. All them years I done told y'all I've been fighting. I learned. So, I don't play the game the way I used to play it. I let God handle that. I let him handle it because there you mis misappropriating his word. I'm living his word. I'm doing what he told me to do. He told me to walk in love and let my light shine. And that's what I do. And then they was the one who taught me the shortest chapter in the, in the Bible is God is love. But then you want to turn around and walk in. How you walking? May God eat the damn soles of your damn feet off <laughs> for playing with his word. That's how I feel. I don't, I don't have no remorse or no malice for anything that I said because I believe I'm a righteous judge in God's earth. And if I wasn't. He wouldn't have called me to this position. Just like that man Chris told me, he says, this is for you. God is telling me, source is telling me, this is your download. You have people that you have to reach that I can't imagine that I'm going to reach. And he said, and when you go back home, you're going to take so many people back home with you. And I believe that. I believe that's why I'm here. I know my call on my life. That's why I accept it. Okay, God, you want me to continue to do what I'm doing? I ask God, if you want me to continue to be a healer, I can't be no wounded healer no more. You got to heal my body. I just got out of the hospital and I got the papers, paperwork to prove it. God has healed my body from the inside out. There's nothing wrong with me. Not even the hell on my head ain't nothing wrong with it. He has made me truly what my blood type says, A positive. He has given me an A positive grade on my life. And that's what he told me, and I believe it. Again, DOTM, I want to thank you guys for joining me today. I know that if I ask you to share this video, you won't. But I'm going to ask you anyway. Share this video. Because each time you come and listen to me, you might be coming to be nosy. You might be coming to counteract anything that I'm doing. It doesn't matter because the fallen angel has no say-so. Because I haven't fallen. So the fallen angel's job is over. He has no power. He has taught me all the lessons that he needed to teach me. The fallen angel's job is over. I live and I learn. And I am the evidence of me living and learning. I walk forward in life. I create new things. New boundaries. New hurdles. New obstacles knew everything that I want to create to get to where I want to be. Because what I view life as is an adventure to be overcome. What do I view life as? I view life as an adventure to be overcome. What do you see?